Ugh, that voice. You know the one. The inner critic that tells you you're not worth it. You can't do it. You're totally a fraud and no one wants to listen to you. Ugh, you, you wish I would just leave, right? Well, maybe it's supposed to be there and all you need to do is turn down the volume. How do you do that, though? You ready? Let's talk about it. We talking about leadership communication, public speaking, storytelling motivation. And if you listen, you can speak out to the nation. If you think about it, life is your own creation. RK3 is the show. He speaks with confidence. He speaks with that flow. And you should already know how it goes. Get rolling with a pro. The RK3 Show. Hey, y'all, I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3, that's me, and welcome to episode 73 of the show. I'm so glad you're here. Honestly, you make me happy. You make me... No, I can't sing anymore. I'll I'll get in trouble. (laughs) I hope you're having an amazing week. I know, I know, I know. The world flipped, turned upside down right now, and you're not sure what's next. Remember when life was certain? Uh huh. Right. It's never been certain, but at least, at least we didn't have to wear masks, right? <laughs> Listen, masks haven't made the change. Change has made the change, and it's how you respond that will make your difference. I've seen people complaining and talking about how terrible 2020 is, and can we get a do-over? Well, the truth is, for some of us, if 2020 never came. We continue to do dumb stuff. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we needed a moment. Maybe we needed a reset. Maybe we needed an attitude adjustment. I know, I know. We wish we could have done it without fear, without the death, without the sickness, without the job loss, without the crazy. I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. I wish we could make change without tragedy. That's not what we have, though. So how do we take what we have and turn it into a story worth telling. We're going to talk about that a bit today with our guest. I just want to remind you, though, to head back to some of our recent episodes with Karen Donaldson, Brian Mitchell, formerly of the Washington football team. (laughs) Listen to the New York Knicks assistant coach, Lisa Willis, and public speaking champ, Aaron Beverly, and more. Go back and listen to all of those episodes. Yeah, listen to all of them at the same time, one after the other. And after you finish your binge, head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts to leave a review. And that helps us hit more ears. And as I said last time, we like hitting ears. (laughs) Let's get into the show for today. My guest is Chris Salem. He's a business leader, advisor, keynote speaker, prosperity coach, well, wellness advocate expert. He found success over a 26-year career as a senior sales executive selling media, aircraft, investing in businesses, and implementing residual income platforms. But there have also been major setbacks for him, such as dealing with 12 years of addiction and battling his own demons. Now, he helps leaders achieve peak performance through massive action. Let's talk about that inner critic, Chris. I noticed that uh, you have a couple of books. You're, you're an author as well as a speaker and a coach. Tell us a little bit, first of all, about the process of authoring your first book. What, what was that like for you? 
Well, I'll tell you, you know, I have a wealth of wisdom and information that I that I use as an executive coach, Mm -hmm. uh, working with, you know, entrepreneurs, business leaders, and then also with companies. But when I wrote the book, um, even while I'm, you know, I'm known for great content, like in short little, you know, pieces here and there, writing the book wasn't an easy thing for me because, you know, even though I have great ideas and thoughts, it's not always easy for me to put it on paper, you know, especially over 2000 words. So believe it or not, for me, when I wrote Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve Your Cause, Create Prosperity, it came from the heart. It was really from experience and you know, but if, if you were looking at it from like, hey, did this guy get an A in grammar and English? <laughs> <laughs> that was not my sweet spot. Yeah. But with that being said, it was uh, something that I believe that, you know, every great coach and every great speaker has to have a book, at least one, if not more, that really speaks to the wisdom that they share from experience that empowers others. And yeah. that's what Master Your Inner Critic was for me, among some other things that I've done since then. So let's talk about that for a second. Master Your Inner Critic, resolve the root cause, create, create prosperity. prosperity. So uh, one of the things that I, I want to dive into for a second is that inner critic. I think in I've done an episode, I believe it was episode 30, where we talked about navigating imposter syndrome, right? <laughs> and so you, you've got this inner critic and some of us kind of understand natively what that is, but can you share with us a little bit more? Who is that inner critic and why do they get so much doggone access to our brain? Well, I mean, the inner critic is simply limited beliefs that go back to your childhood. So these are things that were established during your core development of your childhood, often tied to usually a parent. Wow. Uh, it could be a mom or a dad. It could be a combination, but usually it's one over the other. Now, it doesn't mean that, that that's a, you know, your parent did a bad thing to you. You know, yeah. it has nothing to do with it. It's just that limited beliefs are passed down from generation to generation. Ooh, and it's wow. up to us you, the individual, to be aware of your own limited beliefs and how you can break the cycle so that you don't repeat it with your own children through your communication, through your behavior, how you, you know, lead yourself in front of other people because it's children learn from what they observe. It's not necessarily what has been told to them. Like we think that's usually the case. Right. Children observe. So if the behaviors or the communication and actions are, you know, kind of different. They're either going to adopt it in a way that serves them or works against them. So that's what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, so we've got this inner critic and, and one of the things that I firmly believe is that that inner critic is just doing its job. It's, it's, it's programmed to lie to you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and so some of us believe it. So how, how do we, especially in your work with um, executives, what are some of the concrete steps that you can give us to get rid of or at least turn down the volume on that inner critic? Yeah. So in terms of like the process when, you know, when somebody is, you know, at a point where they're sick and tired of being sick and tired, maybe they want to scale their business, scale their career. They're not where they want to be. The first step is just to be aware that you're not where you want to be. Wow. That's the first step. Or be aware that there are certain things that have happened to you up to this point that for some reason haven't served you. So either way, it's the awareness. Mm -hmm. The second step is to accept where you are. Doesn't mean you're going to accept that's the way things are going to be for the rest of your life. 
but to accept where you are and make a commitment to a process that will allow you to get out of the problem, the inner critic, and into the solution, the inner champion. Now, you might say, well, great, but what is the solution if I don't know what I'm accepting to? Well, you don't have to know at that point. You're just making a commitment to something that you're open to that is going to help you to do that for yourself to go within rather than go to the outside. We've been conditioned that all the answers to our problems personally are on the outside. Everything is from the inside out. Only we are responsible as human beings for each for ourselves to address the problem and create the solution. No one can do that for you. We can, they can only guide you through example and experience. Wow. I love that. And, and that's so good because one of the things that you do in your business is not just accepting what, where you are or not just accepting the job that, that has been given to you. You talk about designing life on your own terms. And, and what's the term that you use for that? What do you call that? I call it a prospeneur. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so what does that look like? What does what being a prospreneur look like? Well, a prospreneur means that they understand that anything worth striving for in your life and career mm-hmm. comes from the inside out. So it's, it's, it's finding that alignment, okay, mm-hmm. or, or harmony. There's no such thing as perfect balance. Like a seesaw will never be balanced perfectly on its axis point, but it will always be teetering. Mm-hmm. So we call that harmony. So the key is, is, to find, is, to, is to strive to find harmony between your wellness, and there are eight pillars of wellness, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial, social, the relationship with yourself and others, mm-hmm. occupational, intellectual, and environmental. Environmental meaning the environment which you live and operate in. Right. And when you can find alignment or harmony with the, with the, wealth, with the eight pillars of wellness, and with your wealth principles, wealth being that could be your career, your business, your net worth, uh, that could be your freedom, that could be pursuing your why, or any combination thereof, abundance in general. When you can strike harmony with that, then you can really experience true prosperity. And prosperous know that life is about giving without expectation and receiving without resistance. And if we really can understand that statement and apply it, Give without expectation, of course, having a boundary, of course, yeah. and receiving without resistance, that you, it's, 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 a, it's amazing how life and your, your attitude from gratitude can change by really applying and implementing that statement that I just said. But prosperous understand that and are consistent every day living that statement. Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show. Have you ever wondered why some people are able to be remembered so easily? Have you ever thought about why they are associated with certain experiences? Well, it's because they repeat those experiences regularly. They have what is called a signature story. And guess what? You have one too. You might not know how to find it or tell it yet, but you have one. Here's what I want you to do. Sign up for my free five-day email course and learn how to discover your signature story so that you can tell it, create impact, improve your influence, and even enhance your brand. Sign up for the five-day signature story email course. Check the show notes for the link. 
And now, back to the show. So in your experience, you, you talked about receiving without resistance. In your experience with, with your clients, what are some of the big reasons why it's hard for people to receive? Or, or why is that resistance, why does that exist for, for, for quite a bit of people? Well, again, it, 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 it's a level of self-esteem and confidence, which mm-hmm. is affected by limited beliefs from childhood. See, what happens is that when, when situations come up in the current moment, it triggers fear. Right. In that fear, it goes immediately into the past tied to your limited beliefs and then gets projected into the future simultaneously, which you then experience through some level of anxiety and worry. Mm-hmm. And, the con- and what it's telling your conscious mindset is that you're not capable of making a certain amount of money. You're not capable of handling that task. And to the conscious mindset, it doesn't know the difference between if that is a lie or a truth. So it just takes it verbatim. That, I guess that's it. It's real. Right. It's truthful. Yeah. And when in, when in reality, it's an illusion and it's a lie. So the whole idea is by learning to be present, that we have the ability to offset that fear and we can then really come, have more clarity to start changing that dialogue that goes back to your childhood from limited beliefs from a fixed to a growth mindset. So a lot of that, again, that this is where, where that stuff comes from and how we can go about shifting that over time. It's a process. Right. So I'm going to ask you a little bit of a leading question here. So is all of that stuff that I can do on my own? Do do I just, is there, is there a process that I can go through by myself or is there some other help that I need? Well, it's, it's twofold. I mean, obviously you can do it by yourself, but it, it comes down to that by human nature, Most people, when they start doing something new, Mm -hmm. they don't have the discipline to continue. Wow. This is where disciplines can be your best friend. This is where a coach can be a good accountability partner to guide you through that stage where that discipline now becomes a pattern of a good habit to get you to continue. Usually, a habit may take three weeks to form, but it takes at least minimum six months to a year before it's embedded in the subconscious mindset. Wow. We call that the shift from a fix to a growth mindset. So, so stop for, pause for just a second. So yeah. I, I, I want to sit on that point just for a second, because we've all heard 21 days, 28 days to form a habit. And then people get disappointed when it's like month two and they're like, this thing is not automatic yet. What do you mean? <laughs> so explain a little bit more about that for me. Well, again, you know, a, ha- a habit takes, even though it can form in three weeks, it does, not get in- it does not get embedded into the subconscious mindset unless it's being done consistently Ooh. on a daily basis over a period of time. So again, that could be six months. It could be a year. It depends on the individual, of course, and it depends on what that is. But again, there are two habits. Now, everyone's going to have certain habits and disciplines that will become part of their success foundation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean it's the same for everyone. This is not a cookie cutter process. Everyone's going to have a different process. However, there are two habits that are consistent with everyone that will become your best friend in terms of discipline to get you out of the problem into the solution to what we're talking about here. That is meditation and journaling. When you can meditate and journal every morning, early in the morning, when there's no distractions, this is where that the subconscious mindset over time will begin to talk to the conscious mindset to have that clarity through being being present to reveal what are some of these things that have been limiting you or that you have not been conscious to or been been suppressed for a long time. 
and that have been affecting your level of self-esteem and confidence. And this is where we can gather this intelligence and begin to forgive the source where it came from. And more importantly, truly forgive yourself, not just saying it, but but truly forgiving from every cell in your body. Because a lot of people forgive, but they really haven't because they're still carrying it in their body. Mm. And this is why they continue to experience setbacks through anger, through jealousy, through, through envy, through shame, guilt. When you are free from limited beliefs, any of those negative emotions, when they are triggered by something, a situation, when you're coming from limitless beliefs, it will hit you, but then it will deflect back out. You won't own it anymore. We have wow. the ability to not regulate and not own it. Whereas in, with the fixed mindset, with the inner critic, it comes to us and we, we, we take it in. We keep it. It can stay with us for a few minutes. It might stay with us for a, a, you know, a half a day. could be a weekend. might be continuously. It might be constantly operating from anger or any of these negative emotions. That is how we experience those limited beliefs. Wow. Wow. So you mentioned coaching not too long ago. And uh, one of the things that happens with, especially if you're following people online, people say, you got to get a coach, got to get a coach, got to get a coach. But for a lot of people, they are at a place where they already have limiting beliefs, where they already are caged in some ways. And if I'm not able to see how I can afford or access a coach, what are some of the things or what are some of the steps that I can take before I get there to begin designing a life worth living? I would say, Robert, again, getting back to where we said, you know, being aware that you're not where you want to be and how important on a scale of one to 10 is it that you truly want to get out of that into a place where the solution is? What is the price of that? You know, you know, it, you know, would it cost if it only cost you a thousand dollars or 10,000, there are some people that would trade the farm away to be in that place. Again, it come, everyone has a different perspective on it. Yeah. And anything in life, there's, everything is not free. There's a price to be paid for every decision, every choice, and every process of shifting from where you are to where you want to be. So whether if you're going to do it yourself is to kind of ask you that question and then identify. Maybe somebody has a book on it that you read the book and you start there. Yeah. Uh, maybe you, you get on a, you know, you get more information through some other ways, uh, through a webinar uh, to get this intelligence. But again, it's not look, you're not looking to become like somebody else. You're not adopting their values and, be, and want to become like them. You're taking this information, what worked for them, and how can you use that and how that will align with your own process that you can develop so it works for you. It's, it's about, you know, getting true with yourself and really owning your own core values, not someone else's. Wow, that is so good, Chris. Listen, tell us a little bit more about where, where you hang out. Where can people find you online and get connected with you, learn more about you? Well, thank you, Robert. Again, you, know, you can always check out my website at ChristopherSalem.com. Uh, I also have a nonprofit called Empowered Fathers in Action at EFAMovement.org. Awesome. Um, but you can simply reach out to me, uh, email Chris at ChristopherSalem.com or LinkedIn, Christopher Salem. I'd love to connect. There's no obligation. I just want to be able to meet people, get to know you. And that's what it's all about. It's forming those, those interdependent relationships uh, first based upon those similar values. The RKT Show.